Sir, we wish to see Jesus. Even Greeks were starting to hear about him. Now the little village of Nazareth was very close to Sephorus, a Greek Roman town under construction. So Jesus and his father probably worked there, exposing Jesus to Latin and Greek and a larger world view. Those words, we wish to see Jesus, were probably an authentic memory. The rest of the passage composed of words from the early church. The hour has come for the Son of Man to be glorified were certainly not words Jesus would have used. The image of buried grain bearing much fruit, an obvious image of burial and resurrection and the spread of the church. That entire section, written of course in Greek, had the hindsight of more than 60 years. The church knew the kind of death he was to die. Jesus did not. Reading the Bible in its historical, cultural context is called form criticism. How do people see Jesus today? Eating lunch across the street from Father Card's installation, I saw people hustling by, none wishing to see Jesus, not giving him a thought, because he is irrelevant, invisible to their lives. Case in point. I was seated next to a lovely lady who told me about her experience with the Roman church. When it was seen that her unborn child would be physically and mentally impaired beyond help, the pregnancy was terminated. When she told her priest what had happened and why, he told her that action had disqualified her from receiving communion. What Jesus did she see? Gaze up at paintings atop ancient rotundas and cathedrals and basilica. No comforting images of Jesus for people to see. Romans and Orthodox saw the stern face of judgment, fire coming out of the eyes. Images that encouraged people to turn to Mary for their channel to God. Now a mother, she would understand. The judgmental Jesus of the Protestant Reformation was eventually replaced by the America Sweetie Jesus with flowing locks, meek and mild, looking up to heaven. <clears throat> Paintings and mosaics from all races and cultures have depicted Jesus in their own image. African, Oriental, European, even our own Caucasian Jesus with the good tan. Now, I don't know if you've seen this before, but using x-rays of 33 skulls of Galilean men, popular mechanics produce this picture of what Jesus may have looked like. What do you think? It's not the image of Jesus I ever pictured. So how do you see Jesus? People come to church in hope of seeing Jesus in scripture, sermon, and song. Images seen through the lens of the preacher. And frankly, that's kind of scary. An enormous responsibility for the priest. What image of Jesus will you see in this homily? Many people around the world have seen Jesus through the words of Billy Graham. In Crusades, he preached an image of Jesus Christ that combined emotion and guilt. His recent death causing an outpouring of admiration. Now, as a teenager in 1956, 
I attended two crusades in Oklahoma City and experienced the power of a huge choir with thousands of people, a voice pleading, won't you come? As the choir sang, just as I am. Now, for purposes of humility, I keep my ticket to this event here in my book of prayers. Graham's death triggered a personal memory of him with a panel of scholars at Harvard Divinity School in 1962. I must confess that most of us went to laugh, but he handled himself very well, revealing a knowledge beyond the liberalism that dominated his preaching. So afterwards, during the coffee, I approached him. Dr. Graham, I said, I was very impressed with your knowledge of form criticism. Thank you, my son, he smiled. So, I continued, why don't you, just a little at a time, so as not to scare anyone, introduce this knowledge to your followers? Oh, my son, they'd never be able to take it. Surprised, I blurted out, you, sir, are a fraud, and I respect you less now than when I thought you didn't know better. Of course, he turned away in a huff. The Mercury News carried a large article about him in which his son Franklin said, there weren't two Billy Grahams. And I thought, actually, there were. He knew better. Graham's emphasis on salvation meant getting into heaven, a disconnect from life on earth. And that's how many people see Jesus. Last week, a door-to-door salesman pointed skyward and told me with a smile, I know where I'm going as if faith involves only after life, not a life of justice and integrity lived right now. I was reminded of the evangelist who kept saying, Jesus is the answer, until finally this unkempt man on the back row yelled back, but what's the question? We Episcopalians and other non-fundamentalist Christians are not getting the message out leaving most Americans to see Jesus as a white man bigoted against gays, minorities, immigrants, and gun control, against abortion and even birth control, irrelevant to reality or to ethics. We must do better. Franklin Graham ended the memorial service with his father's central theme, the only path to salvation is to accept Jesus Christ. Now, whatever that means, must we degrade Buddhism and Islam Judaism and Hinduism, would Jesus do that? Or does one's heart, one's actions, mean more than religious allegiance, determined primarily by birth? We need to hear Jeremiah. The days are surely coming, says the Lord, when I will make a new covenant. I will put my law within them. I will write it on their hearts, and I will be their God and they shall be my people. Remember, Jeremiah was part of Jesus' Bible, and I don't see any exclusive organization there. The Jesus that I have come to see and know was a man of integrity, acceptance, and forgiveness, a kind man of compassion who knew his values and was strong enough to stand up for them sufficiently to get himself killed by the Romans. A man who was neither self-conscious nor concerned about who he was. Messiah, not an important category. A man whose eyes focused not on himself, 
but on the people around him and their needs. A man who was always open to new understanding, who kept learning his entire brief life. A man who lived by faith, not by a knowledge we cannot have. Sir, we wish to see Jesus. Those Greeks attracted to this man were from a different culture, different worldview, different assumptions. Can we communicate in our age to people with those kinds of differences? Why not introduce people to a different Jesus than the simplistic one taught to them as children, which many never get over? It's a challenge, but St. Luke's is in a prime location here to start communicating with those people passing us by on the way to Sunday market. Must we remain a beautiful, quaint, isolated, walled-off sanctuary? How about a sign out front with thought-catching words and art every week, intelligently and playfully, proclaiming a man who was inclusive and joyful, insightful and real? How about us communicating with people who have given up on religion, who want to make sense out of life, to celebrate integrity and find an intelligent faith connected with reality, who want to see a different, authentic Jesus than they've ever known?